everybody, and welcome to Family Karma Cast. This is Indra, and Deanna is super busy this week and had to take the week off, but I have very special guest with me, Sneha from the podcast Project Mindy. Hi. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm so happy you're here, especially because I think we did one recap earlier this season together, but it's been like a lot more episodes since then. And we're coming towards the end. There's two more episodes after this one, I'm told. Um, So there's a lot and there's just like a lot happening. This show is like full. There's a lot. I kind of wish like in the beginning it was. It was a little slow, but now it's everything's happening. Everything's happening. Like everybody has a plot point, it seems like, which is cool. Um, And there's some stuff specifically. We were chatting before this about some of the wedding stuff, which I'm really curious to get your perspective on. Um, It's been interesting, like throughout our recaps, like Deanna's had her perspective. Mary, cousin Mary, who we've had on has had her perspective. She's planning a wedding right now. Um, I'm unmarried, but I'm in an interracial relationship. So the cultural thing, sort of whatever. And now we can find out more from you. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the recap. I'm going to bring up my notes because, yeah, I feel like a lot happened this episode kind of or layers, just like some intense moments. Um, Oh, great. All the notes I took did not update on my phone. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) So let's just talk about what happened in the episode. I'll just try and do it from memory. Okay. So um, obviously the big thing is between Amrit and Nicholas. So let's let's put a pause on that first. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Monica, because (gasps) there was quite a bit with her this episode. (sighs) What is your take on Monica now that we're like towards the end of the season and you've seen her trajectory and the stuff with Rishi? Like, what do you think is going on? And now we know for sure that that gondola date was a fake out, even though probably tried to make (laughs) something else. That Um, gondola date was atrocious like I just I can't even believe how cringy that date was they seemed very awkward with each other but yeah I I don't I don't know you know cameras and like I don't want to take on like who knows and like timeline I'm really not sure where this is even um but yeah I felt I think that I think that the timing of this date is sometime in like mid-April that's my guess. Like, because you know how soon after the cheating allegation? Oh, I think maybe like a month to six weeks is my okay. guess. Um, if someone out there knows better, like DM me on Instagram or whatever. But um, yeah, that's what I think. Okay, so here's my theory on Rishi. I think that he is like kind of a playboy. But I think the show, I think he's getting a lot of girls sliding into his DMs because of the show. And he's like, I'm assuming if he has a restaurant, he's like out, you know, at his restaurants and stuff and getting attention. And Mm -hmm. I think things might have been different if it wasn't for the show. Interesting. I don't know for sure, but I just don't think Monica would be with someone who was coming across so like 
um, not attentive to her feelings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, because their their relationship goes back a lot farther than we think it does. Like they've known each other for a while. And I think they started dating like many years ago. So like, yeah, maybe to use a Love Island term, his head has been turned a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It seems like maybe that's the case. Like, I mean, it seems like there's definitely a lot of people who think Rishi's like really cute. I see that in a lot of comments and stuff online that people are like, they're really into him. I don't um, get it, but okay. Yeah. Like he's not necessarily my, my style, but, um, but he's objectively like a good looking guy and yeah. um, like, you know, so there are women out there definitely who I am sure are sending like dms off like it sounds like his brothers are even getting dms and stuff like that so you know the power of instagram to like cause problems in relationships is really (laughs) um pertinent i think um but yeah i mean i think you're right like maybe things would have been different like maybe rishi was like oh i can do this earlier than maybe I want to and then the show started and he's like no I want to be single for longer I don't know and we don't know what he's doing outside of the show I don't want to like assume that he's yeah. cheating or I don't know like you like what did Anisha say on watch what happens live like Potomac cheating and family karma oh. cheating. <laughs> yeah she's like what kind of cheating are we talking about she's like maybe he like double tap like hearted something he shouldn't yeah. have or something like that which i could absolutely see but i mean the allegation is he went over to some girl's house and there were text messages that amrith and nicholas actually saw at the club but we don't know what the text messages were well amrith and nicholas saw them so they should yeah. just tell us <laughs> um Yeah, I mean, the text messages are weird. Speaking of the text messages, okay, so the thing that kind of stood out to me the most, obviously, it's like heartbreaking to see Monica cry, like seeing her break down like that. Like, we've seen so many of these housewives like fake cry and all that on Bravo. Like, this was like a real crying situation. Like, Monica was upset. She's clearly like feeling a lot of pressure around this relationship. Like, from her dad, from herself, from like people. She she talks a lot about how other people um, sort of like, she talks a lot about what other people will think, I've noticed. She was very, I was surprised at that scene after the gondola ride where they were like, it, it, I wasn't clear whether she had posted a picture and then seen the comments come in and then was like, oh, I shouldn't post this or she was speculating or I think she was speculating. It's it, OK, but um, I noticed some people who were like, oh, why is she quitting her job? That's so dumb. And I wanted to be like, no, guys, she can probably make a lot more money doing influencing and stuff like that's why she's doing it so she's someone else who's like benefiting from the show in that way yeah she absolutely is I mean like 
She's definitely like on it on social media. I'm not on TikTok, but I think she has like a pretty big following on TikTok. Like of all the family karma people, I think she has the biggest following on TikTok. And then on Instagram, she's like doing really well, too. She does like sponsored ads in her stories all the time, which like I am all for it. Like go for it. Um, she's clearly able to make money in another way right now because Monica strikes me as someone who wouldn't be okay with not having some sort of income. Um, like, yes, you know, just in general, like, I don't think she wants, I've never gotten the impression from Monica that she wants to like have a sugar daddy type situation. No, no, I never have either. And like, even in the, in the beginning of the show, like she had a nine to five job, but she was also like teaching dance and stuff. So yeah. And she doesn't seem, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to be offensive and speculate on the cast finances, but there seem to be some families in the community that are wealthier than others. Yeah. And I don't, it's, uh, she doesn't seem to have like a family business that like she works in or no it seems like she has like a job it says yeah. that's former software specialist on this um episode so some so kind of thing yeah exactly so that's interesting um the other thing that's kind of interesting is um this whole wedding situation that rishi's family has gone to a wedding in vegas and Monica ostensibly was not invited. Is that what the sense you got? That's what I got. But I was also like, it just sounds funny to me. The When Raj uncle was like, oh, yeah, so Richie told me he's going to this wedding. It kind of, I just picture them <laughs> on the phone. Like, like, so I'm in Vegas this weekend for this wedding. <laughs> And so what I was thinking is, I know, I don't know how traditional some of the families are, but like sometimes if it's a family wedding, like you don't bring your significant other, like you don't bring just a boyfriend or girlfriend. There's like a, you know, like a strict thing about that. But I don't know if that's true for them, but I got the sense that she was not invited and Nirja was. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I... Yeah, I guess that might be the case, like maybe for like a really new relationship, but they've been together for like four or five years at least, I think. And at that point, it's like you got to invite the girlfriend. You know what I mean? And she didn't say anything, right? When her dad said that she she didn't, didn't she didn't really react. No, yeah. which was kind of weird. Um, And I just felt like it was. It was weird. Like there was something weird going on with that. Um, There might have been some subtext that either I didn't pick up on or wasn't said because, well, you would know more about this, that Nirja like did not want to be on camera and like maybe she said some other stuff about her or wasn't saying stuff about her. I don't know. It's just like we found out that there's this girl spreading rumors and then we like never hear about her anymore. Yeah, I I know. All we see is a blurred out picture. I know the same blurred out picture. But here's what I'm fairly certain of. This is not fact, but this is what I'm fairly certain of. So take it with a grain of salt. I think Nirja and um, Rishi's little brother. What's his name? I can't remember. Not Rohit. It's similar to Rishi. Rohit is Amrit's brother's name. I feel like um, it's similar to... It's not Karan. That's his oldest 
brother. Sonath? Sonath. Sonath. Okay. Yeah. So Sonath um, and Nirja, I think they've only been together for like a year, maybe a little bit more than that. Like definitely less of a history than Monica and Rishi. So no one seems to know if Nirja went to this wedding, but here's what I have to say is if she did go to that wedding, it's fucked up that Monica was not invited as well. Like there's something wrong with that. That to me, more than any cheating rumor, more than any whatever would be like, uh, uh-uh, this relationship is not going in the direction I want it to. That's how I feel. Well, I just took it as like an offhand thing, but yeah, like symbolizing how important you are to the family. Like that's a big sign. I mean, what if I was, and this could happen in Indian families. What if like someone said to me, you're not married to Patrick. He can't come to this wedding. Like, I mean, come on. Like this is the 21st century. Like, come on everybody. And, And I think a lot of what we're seeing in this show is like, the battling of traditions, not just between cultures, but across generations and like acceptable norms and things like that. I have to say that as the season has gone on, like I love the show. I love all the, I mean, a character, so to speak, but like, um, it's such some really negative stereotypes about South Asian American men are coming out and yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like what? Well, like, I feel like Rishi has been saying, like, I'm only 28 or I'm only 29. I'm too young to get married. And I'm like, you're not really <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> I feel like talking like they're 21 or something. Even Brian being like, well, I'm only 30. I can't expect to, you know, you know, buy a yeah. bed for myself. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree. Like the mama's boy thing and everything, yeah. like all of that is like, it's a little heavy handed for sure. Um, And not all South Asian men are like that. I just yes. want to say that. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Also, I mean, Amrit does not seem like that in any way to me. I don't know about you, but no, 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 not at all. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot. Um, But I think we can all safely say, like, we've said this so many times, like every recap, it's like Rishi does not want to get married. (laughs) Monica, get the fuck out. (laughs) <laughs> what I was going to say about Raj talking to, well, that we saw in the preview that he talks to Rishi and even said he was going to talk to him. I really hope it's not a, you need to get engaged talk. I hope it's yeah. uh if you don't want to marry my daughter, then tell her and get out because otherwise yeah. it's really hurtful and irresponsible and, you know. Yeah, I the previous shows I'm saying like, I'd really like it if you like, didn't make my daughter cry. I'm like, "Mm, can we get a little more specific? I'm sure he does, but (laughs) that you can start with that, but you can start with that. I guess we'll see how it kind of ends up at the next um, episode. But um, okay. So that's the Monica stuff. I mean, I just, I think that, and, oh, and we see Monica have like a heart to heart with Brian too, after their little acting class that they do together, which was cute. Um, you know, it was nice to see him like sitting there and really listening to her and um, encouraging her and saying like, yeah, if I were Rishi, like I'd be like letting you know what my intentions were and like following through with them and like 
so he's like admitting that like Rishi's not doing the right thing right now, which is good to see. Yeah, I wonder if Rishi's going to be mad that he said that. I mean, he wasn't really overly like calling him out, but yeah, like, wait, I, you know, thought you guys were bros. I mean, Rishi has got to know that he's <laughs> being an idiot. Like talk about like people being in your DMs without a doubt. Like there are lots of comments flying his way. I'm sure just being like, Rishi, this is not how you handle things. <laughs> Uh, I so I thought I know you were laughing about the de-alcohol de-alcoholized <laughs> wine and I really thought it was going to be because they made a big deal about him being into diamonds before I thought he was going to give her like a promise ring or like one of those like yeah he couldn't even get her any jewelry like no I know right like a nice gift or something I guess he already gave her that bag right no, the Dior bag something else I mean Deanna was talking a lot in our last recap about how like you know giving someone all these things is just not this is not cutting it you know like yeah you're you just need it's not going to delay things like Monica has said she wants to get engaged you're already late you said you'd do it last year you didn't like now's the time so it's definitely a shit or get off the pot situation. <laughs> yeah, that's really that's really what I want her dad to say. Yeah, like verbatim. Can I yes. hope he says that? <laughs> and he's not shy about the you know cutting your dick off comments and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh no. Did I tell you that I put that on Instagram in my stories and they Instagram flagged me? <laughs> You're so violent. Girl. They were like, "This is like a violence." like that our community is does not promote violence or something and like then they reviewed it and they like put it back on because i thought you were saying it was because it was the word dick and then you were like no because of the violence yeah because i he said he would cut his dick off (laughs) um okay so then we also see um we see bali's story more um in this episode we see her with her mom and with her daughter we got to see anushka a bit more and the basic thing is like it's time for you to move in with o'malley like her mom was i feel like her mom has such a nice way about her yeah she's very sweet i just feel like i'm missing something in that whole storyline and that's why i texted you like why aren't we yeah. getting more Bali scenes? I just yeah. I still don't really get why she can't move to Louisville. Like her daughter seems fine with it. And then I know she's like, I can't imagine what it's like to lose your home. But like she says, she needs to recover from the trauma. But like, yeah, are in their 70s, you know, like, yeah, I mean, it seems like there's there's I you know, Bali is so articulate and I feel like she's so good with, with handling other people's feelings. Like I have a feeling they're just not showing us everything that she said about it, which like you're saying is like kind of frustrating because there's clearly more going on. Um, so yeah, I would love to know a little bit more about all of that, but, um, I don't know if we're going to get more than kind of what we've seen. Um, it seems like she's it seems like she's been putting it off for a while. It doesn't seem like she doesn't want to move in with O'Malley. It seems like she doesn't want to have to move in with him under these pretenses of being essentially kicked out of her home by her ex-husband. That's basically I, what happened. Yeah, I heard that, but it was also like I don't it just seems like a lot of times 
what prompts a move to happen is like a change in living yeah. situations. And clearly they've talked about it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not in her head, so I don't know. But yeah. I, the argument didn't really like, it didn't really land for me. Yeah, totally. Um, like, were you sort of confused about like why she was crying? Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe there was more to like her not wanting to leave Miami. Yeah. And I know she said, I think it's great that she said for her daughter to have the home base. Cause it's true. Like freshman year can be hard, you know, but yeah, her daughter's pretty self-sufficient. So. Oh yeah. She definitely like has a bit of the energy that Bali gives, which is just like, take charge of your life and just like do it, you know? They really looked like sisters in that scene, not to be like a, oh, are you guys, you guys look more like, like sisters than mother and daughter, but that's, yeah, where they were drinking like they, uh, gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Bali looks incredible. I just <laughs> have to say, like, she looks so good for like, well, not even for like, you know, I just want to look that good when I'm in my Yeah. <laughs> for like skincare. She uh, does skincare. stuff in her stories. Apparently one of the things she does every day, she rubs an ice cube all over her face, like oh. a direct ice cube all over her face. And like, it does something to her pores, which is good. Or I don't, I don't really know, but that just reminds me of Sonia, like sticking her head into her icy bidet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I need to look at this. Okay, so let's see. Uh Vishal and Brian meet up at this furniture store and they're they're basically just talking about everyone else. <laughs> um Vishal looked really good. Like I, I, he's really handsome, but like something about wearing that hat and like I don't know, he looked really that that's what I have. He looks really handsome in that I seat. feel like he's had a like of all the people, I think the biggest glow-ups are between Anisha and Vishal. Yeah. Right. Like he also always was like in shape and stuff, but like I don't know. I think well, I guess they were talking about him doing Botox and stuff. Maybe he's doing more of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just it seems like he's been doing, I don't know. He he does look good though, I think, definitely. Um, and you know, Brian definitely looks a little more slick these days, too. I feel like it's like a thing in his hairline. Do yeah. You think, what is that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, like I, the I, fade or like yeah, it's like the fade, but like in the front, there's also like it's like uh like there's hair growing there that he's almost like kind of like baby hair sort of. Yeah. I think that's like part of the style kind of. Oh, okay. I don't actually know. <laughs> I'm probably just very uncool in that, but it it looks new on Brian. And that's why I was like, hmm. yeah, he's definitely like, he also posts a lot of stuff. Like of he, he goes to get his hair done like a lot. I, think, I mean, guys have to, you know, That's like true. if you have short hair, like men need to go get their hair cut a lot more than women, I think. And his hair is always flawless. Yeah, absolutely. You can tell he like takes good care with that. Um, But yeah, so that was interesting. I feel <laughs> when they're talking about like furnishing their places, I was like, they're not going to buy anything at this furniture store. 
okay, thank you. Cause when they walked in and Michelle was like, oh, I need everything. I was like, I cannot imagine a normal person going into a store like that. And I was like, wait, can he furnish his old apartment from there? Like, I don't, I mean, isn't that type of furniture shopping like a thing of the past? Like I have been furnishing my apartment. I know you moved like somewhat recently too. Yeah. Like, did you buy a lot of stuff online or how did you do it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, because we were still sort of pandemic-y. Yeah. But yeah, it was like, and like, it was for me, it was like a lot of, I guess he said the same thing, right? Didn't he say they ordered a couch, but it took so long? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So (laughs) yeah, it was that like Ikea had like major delays and like Wayfair and all those things. And like, I don't know. I would go into Crate and Barrel and like, yeah, look at things. Yeah. Yeah. But I would, I, I don't know their situation. I need to learn more about Miami real estate, honestly, because like, I don't know how much their townhouse, their new one costs. I, that's a good question. I think it probably depends on the neighborhood and stuff. I I've heard like that Miami real estate is just like, out of this world like it's one of the most expensive areas in the U.S. so there's that you know but in furniture store Brian was even like oh I really like this chair and I was like I could see you in a lazy boy leather recliner not (laughs) in the store he even said he was going to put a lazy boy right in front of the tv (laughs) who are we kidding you're just going to go to your parents house and take some of their stuff so I just want to give an update on my couch saga because I want to warn people and also give them a tip um, so we ordered a couch from this co- company called Interior Define that it turned out essentially they like were engaging in fraudulent behavior. Like they were selling merchandise kind of fully known- knowing that they weren't going to be able to fulfill the orders. And we were kind of caught at this like really bad. Po- there was like a six month period where like if you ordered something from them, you were never going to get it. And we were within that. And I'm like, fuck, like we spent like $2,500 on this couch. Like, how are we going to get it back? And I got this like claims form from a law firm that I was like, this is never going to happen. I like filled it out. So then I went on Reddit, which is my new best friend. I went to Reddit Interior Define because I was like, I know there are other people that are going through this, obviously, you know, like and so. Pro tip, if you order something on your credit card and you don't receive it in the time that you were supposed to, um, you can call your credit card company and they will most likely credit you for the purchase. So Good that's what know. I did. I called my credit card company. I said, I never received this. I paid for it. And they immediately, like within 24 hours, the money was credited to my account, which is like, Amazing. That is so, great. so if you're ever experiencing that, because these days with shipping delays and all that stuff, if you like haven't gotten something and you've tried to cancel your order and all this stuff, like call your credit card company, they might be able to help you out. Um, okay. So there was that. I mean, clearly everybody also, they were like talking a little bit about Monica and stuff. And they're also like, is Nirja at the wedding and nobody knows? I'm like, somebody knows. Someone to tell us. Was Nirja at the wedding? Like, we just need to know. Yeah, um, or someone in this cat. We need a bone collector. Yes. Yeah. We need someone who's just like keeping people accountable, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um that was interesting. Um, okay, let's see. Anisha wasn't in this episode at all. 
Um, mom was, was, was her mom packing? No, maybe her mom was packing a little bit. Um, oh, before we talk about Amrit and Nicholas and the parents dinner at the end, um, Nicholas had a really beautiful conversation with his aunt on the phone. Um, she was just, what a shining light in this whole situation. I'm like, so glad he has someone like her. I know. Just the way that she was like, I'm so excited for this event. And like, I'm so like, I was so like touched when you asked me to walk you down the aisle. And just hearing Nicholas speak about her in his confessional too, kind of like, you know, it was always okay to be gay at her house. And like, it just kind of like brought up for me, maybe like, um, how important it is to feel safe in this world, you know, like how, when you don't feel safe in any arena of your life, like it can really affect your ability to kind of be a whole person and show up in the ways that you want to. And when it's your sexuality that you're not able to like be fully, you know, realize fully in most con like within your immediate family, but you can do that with a family member like aunt Terry, like it's just like how important must that have been for him as a young person to have a safe space like that. And it just like kind of connected to, and now we should talk about like the parents conversation and the wedding planning, like a sense of safety. Like, I feel like that has really been challenged for him in this whole situation. And it's like, it's bigger than just the wedding, but it also has to do with some specific things that are happening in that context. And, you know, I'm not team anyone really, because I think it's really complicated, but I have a, my heart is like with Nicholas in this situation. And yeah, I, I am shocked to see the amount of people online who are saying Nicholas is whiny. He's annoying. He should get over it. I'm like, what? That is absolutely not how I read it. I'm so with you. I was a hundred percent on the other side. I will say I'm team Nicholas because he needs people to be on his team. Yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> just trying to stay neutral. Like I always no, do. <laughs> I, I will. Okay. I mean, you're the host. So, but I just felt so much for him. Um, I just feel like there is a lot of misunderstanding maybe on when you're talking about people online on both sides of the South Asian side and South Asian American side, and then non-Asian American, or maybe even just non-immigrant, because I feel like maybe there are similarities. There's just so much like misunderstanding, I feel like, that I'm seeing that, um, yeah, I don't know. I hope Nicholas isn't reading any of these. So you said um, in a text to me that you experienced some similar dynamics maybe in your wedding planning you don't have to share anything you don't want to but is there anything like that you can relate to in this situation yes definitely and don't let me talk too long because I actually know say it all (laughs) okay so I watched this episode with my husband and I honestly so I this is this is sad and it kind of is like you need to get over it but like my wedding was literally five years ago and I still have like bad memories from it wow I was almost like picking a fight with him while we were watching it because I was like thinking of things that I wasn't happy with. Mm -hmm. So this is my Indian wedding experience. I I 
was not like Amrith. I never wanted a big wedding, but I accepted that I was going to have one and I was fine with having my mom plan it all. And that's what she was happy with. But what I, it's not being talked about and I'm not sure of the timeline, but like for me, I was working a really stressful job at the time okay. of my wedding. So I just didn't have time even to like deal with anything. So I was like, yeah. fine. Like my mom can make all the decisions. And then two weeks before the wedding, I got fired like very (gasps) unexpectedly. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Did they know you were getting married? They did. And like there were like legal issues. Like I was talking to a lawyer at the same time. Okay. So that was also going on. And then for Nicholas, I was thinking not only do they have this wedding, but from what we saw on camera, they did see the doctor, the fertility doctor, like before the wedding and they had these issues. So that's probably in his head too. And that's huge. That's huge. Huge. Um, And then when you think about children in general, it just like changes your perspective on, you know, the way you see your life and stuff. So I feel like we can't separate that from the wedding part. Um, And I saw that there were a lot of comments online and I'm not sure from what um, what the background of the people <clears throat> who were saying this was. And I know Deanna mentioned it in the last episode of, well, Elmer's parents are paying for it. So they should get to do what yes. they want. And I was actually kind of surprised that Elmer's dad did say, well, we're footing the bill or something. I was surprised to hear that too. Okay. I'm glad you're with me. Is it because like my parents, I mean, there are expectations that the groom's parents should pay for some stuff and the bride's parents should pay for some stuff. But for the most part, from my yeah. experience, it's the bride's family who has been started saving like for years for this wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, Which, you know, fuck that. Why does that have to be no, one side or the other? You know, it's so unfair. But like if I had offered or if even if I had offered and said, well, I want to pay for some of this, my parents would have taken it as an insult. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's also something like, yes, they are paying for it, but I don't know if they would be amenable to Amrith saying, well, I'm going to pay for this part. So you don't get to say anything about this. It's kind of, I don't know. And I think everyone has different feelings about this. Someone DM me and was like, was basically like, I think if Amrit's parents paid for a lot of it, they absolutely should have a say in what happens. And, you know, I don't know. I, I have not been married. I didn't like go through this myself, partly because of what we're seeing actually playing out. Exactly. (laughs) I am like, because I sort of like I saw the some of these dynamics playing out with my oldest brother's wedding. And it was there were like things like you said, you know, five years later, I'm still like yeah. kind of dealing with some of that, like even as just like a family member in that wedding, like I I was like kind of traumatized, like yeah. not with a, with a small T, like with a lowercase T by some <laughs> of the stuff that happened. And I was like, if I don't have to do this, I'm not going to. And I, we're actually going to um, interview Amrit and Nicholas next week. And I think I'm going to ask them if they wish they had eloped <laughs> because Amrit said it on the episode and it sort of seemed like maybe that would have been better for them in some ways. Um, but I just I wonder what they would say in hindsight. I wonder. I mean, I just, I do feel like it's like if you, 
here's what I'll say as a parent of yes, very you young children who maybe someday they'll want to get married. If I have money that I would like to kick in for the wedding, I'm going to try after seeing this, after observing other people's weddings and things like that, to do it in such a way that's like, here's the money. I want you to use it how you want to use it. And I want you to plan a wedding that feels special and important to you and your relationship. Because I really think that Nicholas, when he says like, this is not about the parents, it's about us. Like I am totally with him on that. Like it doesn't matter if they're paying for the entire thing, which it sounds like they're paying for most of it. Like, yeah, sure. You know, uh, something here and there, like to be grateful, all of those things. Yeah. But like this Gari ceremony that they keep talking about, I am like, let it go. You got to let it go. It's not part of what they wanted. It's not part of this. And Lavina auntie bringing it up over and over and over again was kind of unreal to me. <laughs> I had to look this up. I've never heard of a Gari ceremony. Um, I think maybe what the show does, I don't know if it really comes across to the audience, but even though I think most of them are Cindy, yeah. some of them are not. Some of them are not. Yeah. Um, and then I know they showed Richa with the bangles and the milk, which is, I think she said was a very good drafty thing. There are tons of different cultures in India. If you don't yes. know, there's so many different customs and weddings yeah. are like a huge thing where there are different customs. But when I looked it up and I could be wrong, um, tell me if like you, uh, if people listening know about this, but that Agari is like for the bride and it's for like female relatives. And okay. I think that might be why Nicholas after said we're two men getting married. Uh, okay. Kind of like, okay. They know that. Where did that come from? And I think it might be because of that, but I could be wrong. That's what I understood from the internet is that the Gari is a bride centered ceremony. Okay. That's interesting. Um, that would make sense why his kind of like this where two men getting married, like blah, blah, blah. Because I was like, wait, but I thought it was about the parents. But if it's a bride bridal thing, then yeah. I mean, it's kind of like how many people have done some like Sangeets are totally different than they used to be. Main these are totally different than they used to be. You know, main these used to, used to be just for the women. I think even Sangeets were just for the women. And now it's I like everybody goes. Yeah. So, you know, like these things have changed a lot. I get the sense that Amrit's parents are quite traditional and religious. And so like those aspects of it matter. But the part when Lavina auntie was like, you know, if Nani was still here, she would have insisted that we had a Gari because I'm her daughter and she would want me to feel special at your wedding. All I can say is if I had been Nicholas hearing my mother-in-law, my future mother-in-law saying shit like that, I would have been like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, this is not yeah. about you. <laughs> and I know on camera, we saw her bring it up like twice, I think, which I think maybe we can assume that was brought up a lot off camera for him to snap like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm definitely, I mean... Even even if not, the amount that she brought it up on camera, I thought was too much. I was like, this is too much. Like, this is not about you. And like, 
if you're gonna bankroll the wedding, then bankroll it, but don't yeah. dictate what goes on. And I don't think that they were really. I don't even think she was saying like we have to do this. I think she was like processing out loud like her disappointment and not having that. And I think Nicholas, what he said very clearly in his confessional, he was like, when we aren't living up to like their expectations, it kind of triggers this feeling in me of not being good enough that yeah. he's had his whole life. Yeah. In, in, you know, in all sorts of different places of his life. And now it's also coming from Lavinanti and um, is it Suresh uncle? Yeah. Suresh, yeah. Kishore is uh, Vishal's uncle. I mean, dad. So yeah, it was like, I just really felt for him and I saw where he was coming from. And, you know, I, I think Amrit was trying to like sort of referee a little bit. Um, but I sort of wish I'd seen him kind of be there for Nicholas a little bit more. I thought what we saw from Amrit at the table with the, they're paying for it comment and yeah. What we saw, so there, I, when I rewatched it, I noticed the, like, they focused on Nicholas taking off his mic and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I noticed and that I too. Assume, you know, we watch reality TV. We know that that's like <laughs> a sign. Like, yeah. <laughs> and stuff. And then when they went to the elevator and he snapped at him and yes. that was just like, because we, I don't think. Like, I haven't seen that from him before, but I thought no. his conversation with his parents in their hotel room, that's when I was like, okay, he gets it. He's yes. I think like what we didn't see was him and Nicholas having a conversation about it in their hotel room. Yeah. And then Amrit coming over and trying to talk to his parents about it. And you know, Suresh uncle is so even keel. We saw him kind of get upset, though, when yeah. he was like, so let me ask you this. Like, is it because his parents can't accept them? Like, is that our fault? Like he was taking it really personally. I think it's hard not to take any of this personally. Like all of them, I think, are taking things personally in this dynamic. But it's like it's kind of like it's just a it's a bigger constellation of things going on, I think, with all of them and sure. especially Nicholas. And yeah, you know, the saying that like um, it's like a psychological thing. Deanna would know. It's like, yeah, you, you take your anger out on people that, you know, will like unconditionally, unconditionally love you kind of. Uh, uh -huh. so, like, he was saying that to his future in-laws and Amrith, but it it could just be the anger he has towards his parents that he can't really expect, like ex express because he has to be so grateful for what they're doing. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And I think like the cultural differences, like there's a lot of talk in this episode, like how are they going to weather the cultural differences going forward? And I'm kind of like, they said in this episode, they've been together for 11 years, like I don't think that that's going to make or break this relationship. I think it's becoming a source of tension in this context. But Nicholas and Amrit have been living their lives together for a while now, you know, and like, I feel like I I, I would hope that they'd be able to weather that storm um, to some I extent. That like, yes, they've been together for a long time and the parents accept them. But I do think that 
them being married will just like legitimize it mm-hmm. for the parents and for the community and stuff. And I don't think, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in your marriage, like before you get married and challenges, but I really think a wedding is a big, big test. And like, I didn't feel comfortable pushing back on my mom saying you have to do this tradition and this tradition, but like we recently bought a house and there is like a housewarming puja you have to have. I really pushed back. I was the one who like ordered the priest and paid for it. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? We're doing it for half an hour and nothing else. We're not doing an uncontrollable open flame in my house. There's like a thing that you're supposed to just to like boil milk on the stove. I was like, yeah. it's brand new. You're not going to do that. And yeah. so I think maybe Nicholas will feel and Amrit even will feel more comfortable once they're married to do some of that stuff. Like to act, you mean Nicholas will like be more okay with doing some of the traditional Cindy no, stuff? No, I'm actually trying to say the opposite of like. Oh, that Amrit will well, no, be okay saying no. I think it seemed like from what we see that Nicholas was saying, okay, okay, okay for a long time. And now yeah. it seems to the family that he's going back, but really yeah. he just didn't want to rock the boat. But I think yeah. going forward, he'll be more okay with saying, starting from now, we're not gonna. Yes. Because now he knows what will happen if you give an inch. Is that the given? Yeah, inch? They'll, yeah, they'll take a mile. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I think I have trouble relating to a lot of this because um, <sighs> my mom certainly like, my parents have always been very, uh, they have their like, Hindu traditions and things that they do personally, but they've never really like forced any of that on us. It's all like, do you want to do this or not type of situation? And a lot of times it's not. Um, So I don't know. I feel like the times that we do do things that are like along Indian traditions, like it's kind of just for fun and it's, it's not really a big deal or whatever. Um, And so, you know, I'd be curious to hear I don't I don't know, like from my perspective, and I guess Patrick should probably be the one talking about this. It doesn't seem like it's that much like when it comes to like just like religious type ceremonies and things. Yeah. We don't do a lot of that stuff, but um, it seems like it's more of a thing for the families on family karma. Like it seems like, you know, like blessing Brian's car and um, they, oh, like you didn't do that? No. Did you oh. do that type of stuff? Yeah. Okay. So, I've never owned a car, so I've never personally done it. But, but your parents like would have made you? Yeah. But no, I've been like, I remember when my parents got a new car, them doing it. Okay. So this is like, maybe I'm the odd one out. <laughs> no, I feel like that because I just, it's also really easy to look at some of this stuff and be like, oh, well, why did my mom do it like this? Or why didn't she? And like, yeah, I, don't, I, think I have seen at the beginning of the season, there was kind of chatter online with the um, Vishal and Rich's wedding. Like, oh my gosh, Indian weddings are so beautiful. Can I have one? I want to go to yeah. one. And that conversation they had, the four of them, the throwing of the, you know, colors at Holy, that is not what an Indian, or I guess, uh, the at the henna mainly thing like that yeah. is not what an Indian wedding is an Indian wedding is no. the family sitting around arguing with each other like <laughs> what it is and when you said Nicholas's favorite part was just when they got back to the room yeah just the 
relaxed. That was my favorite part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, I mean, it just seems like in any culture anywhere, shouldn't a wedding really be about the couple getting married? Like, shouldn't it? I just don't know. I am not trying to be offensive when I say this, because obviously the parents on the show speak very good English and even the grandparents do like there is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there might be sort of a language barrier in some things because when I've I've literally heard my dad say this and yeah. wanted to say something but also didn't when Finanti was like oh well you know Indian weddings we have all these traditions and American weddings you know they're so small and simple <laughs> and like yes I yeah. can understand to her like 20 minutes of standing up at an altar and like yeah. one dress is like so simple, but like that has to hurt Nicholas too. Cause he yes, has, you know, parts of his tradition. I know. I feel like, I feel like she was having trouble kind of putting herself in his shoes with some of the comments she was making. Like, how would I feel if I, if he, someone said this to me in the situation I'm in right now? She like was not seeing that. She did look tired. She did look really tired. And I think what she was trying to say that didn't come across when she was like, I feel like there's not even a wedding tomorrow. Yeah. Which at first I was like, wait, why is she saying I was so excited? And I think she was trying to say, because usually the night before the wedding or even like three nights before the wedding, you're like doing all this preparation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, there's so much stress and you have like relatives coming in from all over the world and stuff. And yeah. because it was just like calmer like that. Yeah. That's what she was saying. And I don't think she meant it in a negative way, but I, I, if I was listening, I probably would have taken it in that way. Yeah, totally. You know how like sometimes on these shows, like you're sort of like, what do the producers want us to think, you know, yes. by the way they edit? The name of this episode is Groomzilla. Um, oh, so I'm kind of like, do they want us to think Nicholas is being an ass? Like, what? What are they doing? Because like, then the way they're editing Lavina auntie makes it like seem, at least to me, I'm like, this is inappropriate. But so many people online are like, seeing it the uh, complete opposite way than than I am and it both, sounds like you too both of them are such mild characters and yeah like, what we've seen in three seasons of them okay we've seen like maybe two short scenes of them being you know upset with each other and now yeah. we're like you know oh so evil like no no one yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's um it's been an interesting journey. I guess it seems like next episode is going to, they're going to really have an, a pretty emotional conversation with each other about what's going on and, and potentially, you know, Suresh uncle saying like, should we call the whole thing off type thing? Oh, I had something to say about that is I yeah. think, um, I just wish this show was talked about online and dissected the way Housewives is because we get so much input and like yeah. perspective on it. But, you know, it's like this the small crowd that we see. Um, I don't I think people thought he was like threatening to be like, I'm going to take out my check and we're not doing this. Oh, I, no, no. Yeah. I, yeah. OK, so you saw it the way I did where he was like, if you don't want this, we're not going to do it. Yeah, I I could see how people might have read it that way, but I think it was more like, 
I don't want to see you two so unhappy. Yeah. Like if if you don't want to do this, like I mean, Amrit says, like, I wish we had eloped to his parents mm-hmm. in confidence. He says that like when you hear your son say that, maybe you're like, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Maybe he's not happy, like whatever. I mean, truly, I feel like everyone in this situation like wants, you know, they love each other. They want what's best for each other. And, you know, Nicholas is dealing with a lot. I think I'm really glad you brought up the fertility thing because I think that that is when you're going through this big ceremony to start your life with someone in or, you know, take the next step in your life because they've been together for 11 years. We can't forget that, Um, you know, part of that journey for them anyway, is that they want to start a family. And so he's looking ahead to that and seeing, oh, my gosh, we both like are basically infertile right now. And we were hoping to do surrogacy. And now what are we going to do? And, you know, all of these obstacles, like if if it were me, like I'd be thinking I'd be obsessing about that in a not great way, you know. Um, So the amount of like pressure and just angst is so like apparent on all of their faces. (laughs) It's kind of unreal. Like for um. I don't, I, I just feel the need just poor Nicholas. Like he's always so calm and like see him like this. It must be really bad. Yeah. It it's, I think exactly. He's usually so like even keel and just like, yeah, but, and, and it's not like he's yelling or anything. It's like, but he's frustrated and he's saying things, he's saying it. And I'm, I'm glad he's saying it, you know, like it's good that he's speaking up and saying how he feels because I think like what else do we have you know and this is a crossroads for him and Amrit in some ways you know like I don't think they're not going to get married spoiler alert they get married but like um, yeah it's just you know it's a very fraught situation everyone I mean Lavina auntie really did look like she was like on her last legs like just ready to take a nap for like three days and the wedding hadn't even started yet you know (laughs) um do you know if the next two episodes if they're going to do two episodes for the wedding like they did for Rochelle and Richa's it seems like it so um I know the season finale is February 26th which is three Sundays from now, but I think they might be taking the weekend of President's Day off. That's what I, that's what I would imagine. So I think there's going to be another one this coming Sunday, then maybe there'll be a week off and then there'll be the season finale. And so the other thing is like, um, definitely like from a source that I won't name, um, there is no reunion happening. And yeah. it's apparently a ratings issue. Um, ratings meaning the ratings for the season haven't been good. They just haven't been high enough, I guess, to justify having one. But I was looking at the ratings for Family Karma versus like Southern Hospitality and um, even like Winter House and stuff. And it's doing better than those shows. Winter House didn't have a reunion, I don't think. Um but Southern Hospitality at least had something on Watch What Happens Live. 
So they had like one of those shorter. Yeah. Just like a watch what happens live with the cast. And they like talked mostly about the show. So I don't I, understand the Sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. I don't understand the numbers like when people write them. But like I, when Anisha was on watch what crappens, I feel like she said the numbers were good and she was listing them out. But I didn't know what that meant. Like what is. Oh, I should listen. I should listen to that. I so if you don't call you should follow TV Deets if you're interested in ratings listeners um cuz they put out the ratings for every episode of Bravo shows and um so it seems like you know like the big shows like Potomac, Salt Lake City, those get like 900,000 viewers about like that's like where they're at and family karma is more around like three four hundred thousand viewers um but that's like you know southern hospitality was like two hundred thousand winter house was like two hundred thousand so just to give you sort of a sense of where that spectrum is but i mean i'm kind of like i'm so glad that they're giving the season like as many episodes as we're getting, like, I think it'll be 15 total, which is like a full season. And that's awesome. Um, But it's like, if you're going to do that, like, there's, there's so many storylines that we have questions about that, like, so much has happened, theoretically, since the season wrapped. Oh, yeah. And it's like, this could be such an action packed reunion. (laughs) Truly, like, it would be so many people would tune in. Has there ever been a reunion on bravo that andy didn't host uh remember um was it Nicki minaj who did potomac well yeah look, she was like part three or something but like has there ever been like to- like without andy at all i've never seen one without andy at all it can't be andy like it just no like it it really apparently andy does not watch below deck but he hosts all those reunions but the difference there is like he can say white people's names and mostly <laughs> the people on those shows are white people. Um, I mean, the blatant disrespect, I'll just say it again, like just not even taking the time to learn how to say these people's names on Family Karma. Like it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. My friend was saying like, how did he pronounce Bali's name wrong? Like literally it's spelled like a like a world destination that like everybody knows about. And he said Bali. <laughs> Like what the fuck? Like the gym, isn't that Bally? Yeah, like Bally Total Fitness. Yeah, which is spelled different. Like it's even spelled like Bali is spelled. Yeah. Like I just, I it's it's unbelievable. Like I'm only laughing because I don't want to cry about yeah, how sad the situation is. It's yeah, it's just, just the names. He just looks actively like irritated. <laughs> and like talking. I know. So, like, he's I, so I, rude. Yeah. He's so rude. I don't know how they do it, but like, what if I know, I don't know how the network works, but what if they were like, oh, Andy, we're thinking about, you know, doing a family karma. So you have to host. You'd be like, no, no, he would absolutely just say no. I'm sure. (laughs) And then maybe the network would be like, okay, well, if you don't, you're not interested, then. Then we'll bring in, I mean, they should bring in, there's so many South Asian celebrities who would do it like in a second. Cal Penn. Cal Penn watches the show. Like he's a fan of the show. He's like posted about it and stuff. Like he would be perfect. He would be absolutely perfect. And people would tune in to see him. Like he's such an icon. Like 
he would do a great job. I'm sure, you know, basically hosting one of the re those reunions is just reading off questions from Twitter anyway. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's not well, that hard. What are the people on Winter House? Were they also or were some of them also on other Bravo shows? Yeah, like it's a combination of Summer House and Southern Charm, basically. So like and then if, yeah, some other people too. If Brian was on Winter House one season, like yeah. maybe they would be like, okay, he's I can't think of any other crossovers. I mean, they should put Brian on like Brian is now like besties with Luke from Winter House and Summer okay. House. Um, So there is a connection. He he hung out with Ashley in Minnesota, too. <laughs> like him and Ashley are buddies. Like, I don't think there's a romantic connection, but I think they're like good friends. And like. Brian's in the mix. He's in the Bravo yeah. mix. He's perfect. He gets along with everyone. He's super handsome. He's really approachable. Like he would be really great on those shows. Like he likes to party, which is like yeah. what Winter House is basically. Exactly. It's like one big party. So over. Yeah. Like bring family karma into it more. I just it's sort of embarrassing at this point to see how the family karma is treated compared to literally every other show on Bravo. Well, I mean, I know this is on a different scale, but Bravo did reach out to you to do what was that for? Like Bravo appreciation. Oh, the Instagram thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like Let's just say it like if you're looking to fill a diversity quotient, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like family karma is doing its job. You got a whole cast of brown people like it's great, you know, um, and I think that on that Bravo Appreciation Week, they were um, featuring fan accounts and. You know, our account is all about the show that has an all Indian American cast. So I think that's partly why they chose us. But I mean, we, have we 10, also followers. That's huge. Like, shouldn't that mean something to them that so many yeah. people? I, I don't know. I mean, even just the show page for our family karma has a lot of followers. Like people like the show. It's like, I don't, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> people on because I actually just discovered the family karma subreddit um, yes it's like pretty act like I don't know it's not not active oh yeah no people send me stuff from it all the time like people are curious about the show that's the thing it's like people go on reddit because they want the tea yeah and so if that's happening it means you should have a reunion you know yeah. like people want to know what's going on so ugh. You know, it is what it is. Um, I don't know if, like, I know the coming out of Amrith um, to his grandmother, like, was very, like, appealing to Andy on, like, a personal level. But yeah. I'm trying to think, like, would he care as much about this wedding stuff? No, because it's a lot of, like, cross-cultural. It's not necessarily, like, oh, a gay wedding on TV. I don't know. Like, he should care. Like, he should care. He, Andy is such a stuck up asshole. I'm sorry. He just he like, would love it if Nicholas's parents would be on it. But without it, he's like, mm, no, yeah, drama. yeah, it's it's all a fucking mess. But um, in any case, um, I think we hit all the major stuff. I am um, sad I wasn't able to bring up all my notes, but I think we got the major plot points. Um, 
Sneha, can you tell our listeners about your podcast and how they can listen to it and find you online? Yes. Um, so my podcast is called Project Mindy. You can find it on Instagram at Project Mindy and on any podcasting platform. We recap um, Mindy Kaling TV shows and um, a little bit of news. Um, pretty recently, Netflix put the Mindy Project on Netflix, which um, a lot more people are watching it. We have some recaps from that show. Um, yeah, and I, I post a lot of stories about Mindy Kaling because I know people in general, I feel like even if they don't watch her stuff, like are aware of her online presence. So yeah, wait, actually, can we can you say a couple things about She's been in the news a lot lately. Well, she's been in the news a lot lately. So she's actually in Jaipur now and like posting pictures of like. I know. She was I just mean, posted a picture of the Bollywood wives. She did? Okay. Hold on. Cause I'm not sure if I like misunderstood. Well, I so saw we, her in um, Udaipur. Is Udaipur the pink one? Jaipur's. Yes. Yeah. And Wait, she I, was, there's the pink city and the blue city. She was in the pink city, but may maybe she went there also. Okay. Yeah. She wrote so great meeting you and hearing about the fabulous lives of Bollywood wives. Oh my God. So this is, are these the right people? Bhavna Pandi. Yes. Uh-huh. And Boy, these are like Bollywood royalty people, by the way. What is she doing with them? It's not just a meet and greet. I mean, it's powerful brown people meeting other powerful brown people. Um, <laughs> that's basically what it is been in the news for apparently having like this uh the worst rated show of all time since television started velma <laughs> is that true is it really the worst I ever saw, i have find somewhere that it was like, the worst rated show on <gasps> tomatoes or something <laughs> Or maybe IMDb, but I have no idea if that's true. That's like kind of an accomplishment in and of yeah. itself. Like, <laughs> I honestly, I mean, though, I'm not, I wasn't, not, I mean, like I watch Scooby-Doo, but I'm not like super attached to it. Yeah. And I also am not really a fan of like adult cartoon humor. So I don't Same. really think it's the ideal audience. No, I'm not either. I, I've been putting it off and I. I, I do want to watch it and maybe I'll get around to it, but I have so much other stuff going on. Um, I mean, she's kind of like been blown up for that show. And then I feel like people are just railing on her for losing a bunch of weight. Like, oh my gosh. So, okay. It was, I feel like a long time ago before we knew that everyone in Hollywood was using Ozampic, there was this one like blind item about how she was hosting Ozampic, like injecting parties at her house for other celebrities it was a really long time ago so what? for some reason because of that her name is like always been one of the ones online linked to to using that so do you think that's true oh I don't know and like if she is then good Whatever. for her if it's like a way of getting healthy um I have no idea about the parties thing <laughs> But yeah, I think like, it's one of those things, you know how those blind items just get spread. Like I feel like it's Yeah, and there's no fact checking or anything. I mean, anyone no, could just say like, whatever. I could say it like was, you know, it's probably like Dumois or something posted that. Yeah, I mean once once the rumor's out there, it's kind of like whatever. Um, maybe she is taking Ozempic. She's she, PSA everyone, South Asians have uh are like four times more likely than any other race to be diagnosed with type two diabetes, which is what that oh. is. So um, 
Yeah. So maybe she like actually is diabetic, right? Yeah. And if she is like great for doing something, if she's not, and she wants to use whatever to lose weight, it's not like she's going online telling like, you know, telling people being, you know, fat is disgusting or something. So, I mean, what do you think if a celebrity is taking Ozempic, should they be transparent about it? Do you think? Uh, I feel bad because like on one hand, it's like everyone's health is their own business. Yeah. Um, But also just following that whole Kyle, like, oh, yes. well, I just switched my diet and exercise. So maybe just don't talk about how you you lost weight by changing your diet and exercising if you did other stuff. Yeah. But you then know. it's like, if you don't say anything, then people are going to assume... I, as I far mean, as I know, Mindy hasn't said anything besides like she wants to be healthy for her kids. I thought I saw something about her changing her relationship to exercise. There was something about that. Yes, I do remember that too. I don't remember when that was said. So the minute you say something like that, you're saying it's not Ozempic. It's the fact that I changed my relationship to exercise. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know if I would do if I was super famous and, oh, there was another thing, actually. I don't know what happened. I said it was bots, which maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Yeah. Like, I found this old clip of her going on Conan and saying she kissed an actor who was passed out on her show. Oh, no. People were like, you shouldn't have done that. And she jokingly said to her staff, like, I'll fire you if you tell anyone, which honestly is the kind of humor you could get away with when she did that. Yeah. And like, now I'm sure she wouldn't say it. I thought, come on, people. That's just like looking for shit to get mad about at that point. It's like, I don't know. Um, I think if a celebrity is on Ozempic, they need to tell people. Like, oh, you think they you're should? T- if you're taking it to lose weight and like, because like people need to know, you know, what either like don't talk about it or if you're going to talk about it, be straight with us. You know what I mean? Like, and so I'm going to choose to believe what Mindy's telling us is true, that she's changed her relationship to exercise and she wants to be healthy for her kids, whatever that means. Um, it's possible that she actually has type two by diabetes and like would be prescribed this medication anyway. Um, but it's just just Ozempic because I know the there's other ones that actually are just for weight loss. I can't remember their names. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It's just like the tummy tea thing or whatever. It's like, this is how I got my amazing body when it's like, no, it just made you like shit your brains out. And this is unhealthy for people. I just feel like with weight loss stuff, it's like people need to know the facts because then they're going to start trying shit out themselves and it could be really bad for them. You know what I mean? Yes. And I also can't remember what I was going to say, but um, she does get a lot of comments on her Instagram every time she posts a picture about like how thin she's gotten and has never. I mean, she's definitely aware. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, okay. So that was all a detour. You deep dive into Mindy Kaling's work though, which is awesome. And um, how can people listen to your podcast? Um, you can listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please rate and review where you do because um, like you guys were talking about in your last episode, it does make a huge difference, even though I'm not exactly sure what 
it does specifically. <laughs> like when people go to Apple Podcasts, I don't know what happens. I feel like when people browse for like a keyword or like a term or something, it'll bring up search results for for things that have more activity on them. And part of the activity is rates and reviews. So, And it's also just a really good way to know that like people are listening and what they want to hear and like, yes. also, like you know, critiques and stuff. Cause I always want to know that. Totally. Like you can use the comment section as a place to give your feedback. Like we totally read it and pay attention to it. All and you're always really too. responsive to all the comments, which is great. Well, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we don't get as many as I want. So more reviews for Project Mindy and Family Karma Cast. Yes, um, and um, yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me today. And thank for you giving for having me. me. I hope I didn't talk too much. No, you didn't. Not at all. It was so great to get your perspective, especially on the wedding stuff. And um, we will definitely have you back for future episodes. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Neha. Bye.